Welcome to the Financial Advisors Advisor, the podcast offering guidance and advice on all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the go-to podcast for any financial advisor in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at ercadvisors.com slash podcast. And now, here's your hosts, Frank LaRosa and Dale Dempsey. Welcome to our podcast conversation, and thank you for spending time here with us today. I'm Frank LaRosa, the CEO of Elite Consulting Partners, and I'm here with my COO, Dale Dempsey. How you doing, Dale? Hi, friends. Dale's my right-hand man. Glad he's here on this uh, nice Friday afternoon. Today's episode is all about mailboxes. What does a mailbox have anything to do with financial services? That's a great question. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think a mailbox has to do? And I'm not talking about a, a uh, Out, Outlook mailbox or Microsoft mailbox. I'm talking about the actual mailbox in front of your house. Physical mailbox. I remember the first time you brought this up and- I was so excited I to talk about this. I was like, this. what is he talking about? Mailboxes, what? But it all made sense though. And having known you for a while, I understand and see exactly what you're saying when it all comes down to the details. Very right. detail-oriented. You, you, you hear and see- just about everything that's going on at all times. And if- some of it's ADD though. So I'm, I'm really ADD for those of you that don't know me. Yeah, that's if, okay. Uh, they, they make fun of me. They move my pictures around and just tweak them by ever so slightly. It messes me up. But senior right. day pranks. But, <laughs> right. But, but yeah. So, I don't, so you had a, what didn't you tell me about a story? Yeah. So we're going to talk about, so look, we're going to talk about mailboxes and as it relates to financial services. And I think that- Not a story, it was an experience. Well, there's a couple of experiences I've had. But no, but initially when you first brought it up, there was, you said something about, well, I don't know, you tell, you came yeah, home I, one day or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. So look, we're going to relate this as we move on here to uh, how your mailbox relates to you as a broker dealer that's trying to recruit advisors, if you're an advisor trying to bring other advisors in your office, if you're an advisor looking to join another office, um, how you should be looking at things. And then most importantly, really all of the clients and the competition for clients and how the sort of quote unquote mailbox, your mailbox affects your business and your clients. And so let me give you some backdrop. So what Dale was talking about this, uh, me being excited excited to talk about this conversation. I'm going to take you back to uh, December of 2018. And I'm pulling into my house and nice, decent house, fairly decent mailbox. And I just happened to be looking at my mailbox one day and it was a nice mailbox, but now the door was sort of half hanging off. I think the postman knocked half the door off or something. Uh, It was all faded and it had bird crap all over it. Just sort of not representing the La Rosa household very well. And I started thinking about, man, if that's what my mailbox looks like, what do people think is going on inside my house? And I didn't want anyone to have a wrong impression of me. And and so that got me thinking, and interestingly enough, I have a neighbor across the street. And to this day, when I pull out of my neighborhood and I see his mailbox, which is half hanging off of the post, I do think dude, what, what's going on in your house? Because you have a nice house. You just you can't even take care of the details of, of your mailbox that you see every single day when you pull in. And then like shortly, shortly thereafter, I've ha- had this epiphany. I got called. Uh, we started to do some business with a financial advisor up in North Jersey. I'm not going to name the firm. 
And part of the reason why we were working with him and started working with him was he was trying to, he wanted to grow his branch with independent financial advisors. So I was, wanted to go see him, wanted to get an understanding and a feel for who he was, what his practice looked like, what his office looked like. And I go into this building. I'm, I'm walking through the halls. It looked like a storage unit of some sort, steel doors. It was really weird. The lobby was nice, but just weird doors. And anyway, I pull in, I, I get into the office and there's like a coffee pot that looks like it hadn't been used for, you know, a couple of months uh, just sitting on the counter. There was a refrigerator, a refrigerator that he was using uh, sort of in the hallway it was full-size refrigerator? Like one of those ones you used when you were in college. The mini, the mini fridge. <laughs> like a mini fridge, okay, yeah. Okay, Right? And, you know, so I, he, he takes me to walk around the office to show me what he's proud of. And I get that he's proud of his office. He had a, he has a good business. I thought it could be better. And he's showing me his available offices as if I was a, an advisor looking to consider joining his branch. Shows me this one one office in the back. And he has a full-size refrigerator, empty, not working. In the office? Just in the middle of the office. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, man. Like, if I'm if I'm somebody doing four or $500,000, this just doesn't present well. And Well, maybe at any level, right? At any level. I, I guess at any level. You're right. And so it was, it was really just about him getting so comfortable in his own environment, not thinking about how others are going to view that environment. So when I refer to what does your mailbox look like, I'm really referring to the, the details of your of your practice and what people's initial perceptions are of you. You had some, I mean, you, you're looking for a new house, so you know exactly what that's like. I mean, you, oh, you've yeah. told me these horror stories about. Well, it, well, it looks great on on Zillow, or actually, we, I think I use Realtor app quite a bit right now. You would think I'm looking at these houses; they are all multi-million dollar houses and you're saying to yourself wow how could this be true oh let me go look at this 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 place are you buying a multi-million dollar house am i paying you too much money uh well <laughs> that's, that's that's another, that's another episode. yeah right we can have that conversation offline so i go to see a lot of these houses and sure enough it's it's all about the details yeah it might it might be renovated inside but there's there's floorboards that are coming up it, it hasn't been cleaned and really, what is it? It's all about you, you get one chance to make a first impression because most of the time, my wife and I are just checking out and saying, all right, that wasn't what I thought I saw online. It's actually, which is interesting because a lot of times I'll run into advisors who are looking to drop into an office. Right. And so one of the first things I do, I look at the online presence to see if it's there because because typically that'll give me a good sense of of their staff if they have a director of first impressions that was something that just came to mind and, and i've if you have that maybe you're on the right track to how to how to make a good first impression but i i run across some some locations you'll look at these these offices online the outsides right forget the website for a second the website looks good that's one box check to start right to start and then you look at where they're located and i showed you a picture or maybe it was somebody else the other day i looked at one that looked like it was in a battle zone <laughs> it was As, it was, was really it a, a historic battle zone historic is in maybe a 1984 it was 
it was a combination of plywood on the second story. The first story, the glass was was half fogged over. And you know, full circle, how can I how can I go back to an advisor and say, well, you know, I think you should I think you should look at this advisor team to drop into with full confidence. So we uh, candidly had made this mistake years past right, I remember and, that. and would and we were saying, okay, so there's an there's an office there. You should check it out. Well, then st- got wise to the fact that not all offices are equal, right? It's not. It's it was maybe in the back some, of a deli or something like that. Yeah, it's in somebody's basement, or there's the technically signage out front, but in, in a van down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> little Chris Farley joke there. People yeah. don't remember. Yeah, that's you know, and that and that's exactly it. Like you learn who the advisor is, what the office looks like, and then when you actually go there, like how how we do when we buy a house. You get you get the real experience, but you can. I think we do a pretty good job nowadays of of getting to advisors to the point where we have a high confidence level that when you're going in and, and meeting the advisor for the first time, there's some some expectations set. Right, and it's not just you know you're not just blindly going in there and into a disaster because that's right. the last thing. Right, we want. you know, and if you're a broker dealer and you're listening to the show, uh, we appreciate it. If you're you're the recruiter at a broker dealer, uh, RIA. You know, I, I can tell you that when you invite an advisor to your home office, and I've had this experience also because because we travel with our clients to home office visits many times, and uh, I had one experience where same advisor we went from one firm to another firm within a few days, and uh, the first firm, you know, had their home office visit done down to a science. Everything was uh, was white glove, you know, nice crystal china. Food was served on real plates and with real real utensils, and it was great, great experience. Everything else was super, but some of these things are about the details. We fly to this other location, good firm, nice people, and they come out with like a Subway boxed lunch with like a bag of chips. And they didn't even have soda or anything. They just had water. And it wasn't even custom water bottles. It was just like tap water. Like that was better than tap water, but it was just regular water. And after a few months, the advisor went, obviously went with the other firm. And the uh, the president of the firm, of the secondary firm, called and wanted to know sort of like a debrief what happened. And I respect him for that. And I tried to explain to him how that experience affected the advisor because the advisor had you know, wealthier clients from sort of West Texas, very high end. Uh, his expectations of things were were high end. And I just try to explain t- to the president of the firm why those little things made a difference. Because if they couldn't recognize how to give a million and a half dollar producer the right service when they come there, what's going to happen when that advisor is dealing with a five or $10 million client at that firm, they're not even, what the advisor is trying to get done and why he wants to get it done, it's not even going to, they're not even going to understand because they're not thinking that way, right? Because they're not thinking about all the little details. There's been stuff written about, uh, in particular, one thing one comes to mind, Raymond James is a firm that uh, people talk about all the time. And I've been on their home office visits and I can tell you that they do an awesome job and they pull out all the stops and it's done 
professionally. They're not winging it. They know everything about the advisor. They know uh, what the advisor likes to eat. I've gone down on visits where uh, they needed to have kosher kosher food for the advisor. It was all taken care of. I mean, everything was done to the nines and the details. And those are the kinds of things that resonate because if you're an advisor or and you're an, if you're an advisor where you're trying to recruit people, but if you're a broker dealer, most advisors feel like all the products and services are all the same at every firm. And so you have to figure out how you're going to differentiate yourself. And it's these little things that really make a difference. If if you're so those are sort of independent, right? But what you, if you're an advisor at Merrill or Morgan Stiefel, a captive uh, firm, you know, you don't really have control of your larger office, but you do have control of your your four walls, your environment where your office is. And don't overlook the details there. So what is it that your client is seeing when they first walk into your office? You sit down on your computer, you know, at your desk. Where is your desk and monitor located? Is it right in front of where your clients are going to be sitting? Is it to the side? Is it to the back? Where do your clients sit and where are you talking to them? And when your clients are sitting down at the chair or the table, what's behind you? Because when your clients are sitting down looking at you, they're looking behind you. So are there photos of your kids? Are there you have to look at those things, what kind of clients you have. You know, if you're into outdoors, you know, you probably want to have an office that looks very outdoorsy, that resonates with your clients. But think about the details. Put yourself in your client's shoes and go through that experience. Better yet, have your spouse or your friend come in and act as a client. Have them from the from walking in the front door, downstairs, upstairs into the lobby, walk the hallway that's, that they're going to walk through to go to your office. And even though the hallway might not be your responsibility, you may say, oh, that's the manager's problem. If you think that things can be cleaner on the way there, take some responsibility and at least go to your manager and make some suggestions. How does your client get greeted when they walk in the door or when they answer the phones? How is your assistant greeting them when they come in? Are you serving them you know, water in a styrofoam cup? Or like I did when I was a, an advisor, even when I wasn't when I was new at it, didn't have a ton of money. Um, I had a nice set of um, dishes. I had nice glassware. And my assistant knew that when my clients came in the office, that the first thing she was supposed to do once they settled down was ask them if she can get them either coffee or, coffee or water. And it was served in a nice, you know, nice way, nice environment. There are nowadays you can get water bottles that are custom designed to your label. Talks about your practice, you know, whatever the practice is going to be, you know, Bill Smith, wealth management. You can pay attention to all those details. So if you're if you're an advisor at a retail firm and think, well, I don't have any control, you do have control. And you just have to look at your environment and figure out what you can control. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's like flying first class and coach. You know there's a difference. But there are some airlines where you fly coach and it's a much better experience than coach at other airlines. And it's because of the little things. Right. Even flowers, you know, put flowers on your table, have those things freshened up, spend a little bit of money. If you're an independent advisor when you're running your own practice, and we talk to a lot of advisors that do, no matter how small your office is, pay for someone to have the office cleaned. Don't do it yourself. Every year, every other year, paint your office. Pay attention to all the details. 
here's the softball question then. Okay. So where does this all lead to? Why, why do you do that stuff? Why do you do it all? Yeah, why, I mean, why pay attention to, this, to the little details? Beyond the client's happier, you're happier. Where does this all, I mean, just- Well, look, I think- Just, just for happiness? Right, so it's like, so when I coached, I used to coach youth football and baseball, but football was really my passion. And I used to teach the, the kids that you, you practice like you, pr- you play, right? So if you practice half-ass, you're going to play half-ass. And if you only, if you're an advisor and you only clean up your desk when a client's coming in, eventually you're gonna, there's going to be fall off there, right? You're not doing it all the time. And you have to get in that environment. Look, you and I were talking about this the other day with the house. I used to say that I was our house never looked better when we were about to sell it, right? Right, which was oh, a shame, true. right? No, but it's true. It's but it should be like that every everybody. day, though. It should be, yeah, right. And so, my point is, it's about these little things. You know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so, how you take care of the little things in your office translates into how your support staff do the same things how they speak to your clients, how they interact with your clients, which translates if they're doing that better and you're creating a nicer, better environment, it translates into happier employees. It translates into you know, happier employees give better service. You give cl- clients better service, the clients are happier. If the clients are happier, they give more referrals, they give you more money, bring you more assets. That's what, that's what I was thinking about. Right. Well, that's what I was thinking about with selling the house too. Candidly, I, I won't get it a good, a good price to the price I want if the house is a disaster. But it goes; it's the same thing for if you're a broker dealer or an RIA. If you're if you're a functioning business, and or you're an advisor, that experience it will ultimately lead to what referrals, revenue. You'll grow. I mean, people will talk about, "Wow, what what a great person they have everything together and in place." I feel. I feel great when I leave there. That's that's I, I would think that's what most advisors want their clients. Right. You would be shocked. I've been to enough offices. You'd be shocked at what's overlooked. And look, in, in this environment, I think the reason why I'm talking about this is because there's a tremendous opportunity and competitiveness right now for client assets. And you have to do something that separates yourself from the competition. And it's not always about, well, if you've read most, most of the studies out there, that the number one reason why clients leave advisors is not because of fee or performance, right? It's because of service. And if you're not paying attention to all of the little details, eventually service is going to go, go down because it's, it's part of those details. It's some of the things that you can't directly tie to revenue. If I uh, bring China in and serve my clients water in China, well, how does that, how does that make me money? It will make you money in the long in the long run. Basically, what I'm trying to say here is, if you go get a new mailbox, you're going to make money. Metaphorically speaking, of course, that's really what it's about. Practice like you play. How you do one thing is how you do everything, and pay attention to the details. So, with that said, thanks for joining the conversation. We value your time. We hope this was a time well spent. We look forward to having you join us next time more insights and updates on uh, the types of things that are going to that are going to affect your environment in today's market. Everyone, thank you. Don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. 
uh, or wherever Spotify, Spotify, next generational stuff, all that, all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, thanks again. We look forward to having you spend some time with us. And, and during the next conversation, we'll talk to you then. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. You've been listening to the Financial Advisors Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, the leading experts in advisor transitions, succession planning, and broker-dealer and RIA M&A consulting. If you're looking for strategic advice or solutions on any of those topics within the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to the podcast, head on over to ercadvisors.com. Yeah.